and then he's standing on the chair and just like stomping and now the crowd is growing wild and he's like ole cool tell me something when no fit do right everybody's vibing except for me right like i was i was enjoying the music but i just had a problem because his crotch was too close in proximity to my visuals so now every time he stomps Welcome to another episode of Music and Nostalgia. It is I, your host, Dakbo Peters, and I am in the building taking you guys back to the year 2010. I believe it's 2010. Well, the song was released in 2010. My my story is a year later, right? But um, or it might have been. Anyway, my story is in 2011, but the song was released in 2010. And I want to take you guys way back. Well, not way back because I already told you the year. Uh, but I'm going to take you guys to Nigeria and we're going to talk some Afro beats. I was really excited about this song because the moment I heard it, it took me right back to the moment. Um, and I think it's super cool. So this is how it goes. So the song, by the way, um one of well one of the cool things about the song and why i got hype about it was because the artists and the crew that he was a part of were all well not all of them but really they were based their base was in joss which if you've seen my first episode you know that's where i went to school for a few years before i moved to the states well it was really cool to know that they uh were from that area and you know at that at this point i'm still trying to reconnect to my Nigerian roots, right? Like trying to make sure I'm still, I'm, I've been doing it for years, but it takes quite a bit to really build and connect on, excuse me, on several levels. Well, here's how the journey goes, because the song that I'm going to talk to you about is Oleku uh, by Ice Prince. So he came, he, you know, he was a part of a crew, uh, Chocolate City Boys, These guys were pretty dope. Like they had some fantastic music. Um, um, the 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 MI was uh, Mr. Incredible was 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 the main man. He's 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 a guy from that crew. And then you had Brian Mo. You had um, Ice Prince and and uh, oh gosh, I'm drawing a blank on a couple of names. But anyway, you get the gist, right? So they were they were a pretty dope crew. Like lyrically, they they were fire, energy, vibe. They were just, they were it. Like they were another the one, they were one of those crews that was bound to take Nigeria by a storm and even expand outside of the continent. They were, they were that fly. So um, how this 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 story comes about is I guess I have to give you a little background as to what I said. And I might have mentioned this in another episode, but you know. You know, I moved to the States and I kind of got disconnected from my Nigerian circle, connections, people. So I didn't really, I wasn't really exposed to much of what was going on or what was coming from, from back home. Uh, but then in the year 2000, I believe it was 2001, I started participating in, in an event that my cousins and a bunch of family and friends from Nigeria 
um, were uh, were all participating in those that had moved to the U.S. Um, and so I found that when I found out about it, I was super amped to go. And the the it would be it was an event that was held on the Fourth of July every year, um, and it was called the the organization was the Nigerian Reunion Corporation. So every year we'd be like, all right, we're going to reunion. Like folks were planning a year in advance, like, please tell us where the location is because we're going to be there. And what it would do is it would take just take different cities all over the U.S. and and move the event there, have the event and boom. And I, so I went in in 2001 was my first year. And every year after that, I missed a couple of years here and there. But every year after that, I was there. I became a part of the crew. I became a part of the team that put it together. I started, you know, just by helping at different activities. And those of you that know me in events, you know that whenever I come to an event, I have to plug myself into the happenings because it just, in my spirit, I, I feel like I have to get the get involved, get my hands dirty to make sure that things are flowing well. So that was just always a part of me. So I went to the event and I it was it was also cool because, you know, my family's here, you know, I have I'm building new friendships and everybody's working together, trying to make sure that the event's flowing. Well, I started in 2001 and boom, every year it just it just it just continued to build up. So by the time um, this story that I'm going to tell you, which is in 2011 uh, so 11 years later uh 10 years later i was just amped about activity uh, this is actually the year prior to this i had just met the woman that i am married to now teju right so it was like it was just like a vibe man it was such a great space to connect with the culture to get to know folks and get to you know get to build build relationships with people in in the nigerian community who are familiar with the nigerian community right like it's one thing to be nigerian born by born by nigerian parents raised here in the states or wherever else it is in the world that you are right uh you get a lot of the experience but you don't have uh you don't you don't know what it's like to touch the soil on a daily basis type of experience and so it was really great to hear those into have those interactions because i could i could literally hear people talking about things i'll be like, oh man i remember growing up in nigeria experiencing that like there's that uh, that 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 original touch versus you know learning from the movies or from stories of other people so i love being at the event so it was really important it was one of those things that was non-negotiable for me every year even if i wasn't able to make it i made sure i was participating to the point of attendance it was just that of important of a of a of an organization uh to me well the year 2011 and also i met my wife so boom like come on <laughs> like win uh win of all wins so 2011 uh this being now a year uh later that i met my my now wife um we were going to the event and this event was going to be in 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 baltimore some area of baltimore and it's hunt something if if you guys know hunt valley maybe maybe hunt valley that sounds familiar i'm i'm thinking so many hunt places but anyway hunt valley i believe is the city that we were in and so we you know we had weekend of activities so one day you know you know we have a picnic and we have festivities and all this stuff and you know some stuff like we started to open up and have stuff for kids because now folks it started back in 97 when the organization i think first started while they were in college now i have kids and so you know have you know so there's a family affair 
So we do all of these activities, but one of the one of the things things that we do, one of the night set of activities that we do is we would have um, what do you call it um, a banquet slash award ceremony where we start to we would recognize Nigerians all over the country that were doing things in human humanitarian or uh in in the engineering field the business world whatever the case may be where we recognize there are people that were doing things um that were worthy of the rec positive recognition because you know in the world there's always negativity that's spewed out about people and nigerians you know we have our fair share of the, that type of recognition so it was good for us to just recognize each other for doing some of the important things in some cities we were given plaques for for the efforts of of building community and things like that so that was one of the big things but with the award ceremony was always we'd always have we we would have a performer we'd have an artist a speaker um so this year our uh ice prince was uh, one of our special guests um and i hope i'm not mixing up the years right because <clears throat> i went just about every year so like events you know how events can just kind of slur up in your mind that might be the case but i know the accuracy of the experience i just don't remember the exact year but by by breaking down my my list of events i believe it was 2011 um but anyway so now that event was going on and so here's another cool tidbit right Teju one of Teju's friends um you know knew the artist I don't know how they knew each other but because you know she was he was uh he was touring the U.S. as well he would be touring the U.S. or he was already touring I don't remember if he had already started uh he talked to her and he was like yo why don't you be my road manager because you know everywhere I'm going make sure everything's flowing so now her friend was already in in close proximity with this guy um i'm working the events i'm also in close proximity so it wasn't one of those things where i had to sneak her over to come see him or i had to sneak over to come whenever they're away i was totally busy like throughout the whole event but it was great that i had that proximity that if i wanted to come hang out <clears throat> and see what was up i had the option well so, you know, everything's going on. The award ceremonies, ceremony is great. We're recognizing people giving awards, you know, you know, uh, speakers are talking about things that they'd like to see, you know, all of that stuff is going on in the evening. And then, you know, like uh, at some point, like we all start to now hear, you know, like they're playing that. Oh, we had comedians too, right? So there were comedians that came out there and some of these guys, you know, just cracking, crack cracking jokes that you you were falling out for i'm i'm telling you like i was out at several points like just rolling on the floor now set up right because you know we have a lot of we had some dignitaries because we even had some politicians from nigeria that came in and they you know they you know they were also recognized as well because of the uh the the work in the diaspora that they do to draw the draw draw nigerians in diaspora back home to be able to participate in in projects and even find work and stuff like that so there were people that were intentional about that so we were recognizing some of these people and it was a great space to really just um usher in that connection and build the bridge between home and wherever we were around the world because here's another thing that was really cool about uh nrc as we called it nigerian reunion corporation is that we had grown relatively big and to the point that we had people coming in from Eng from England, we had people coming in from Canada, we had people coming in from South America to come to the event because it was just that exciting. Um, and it was at, you know, now, you know, the, comp 
the organization's no longer actively around and partly because there were so many organizations that now got created uh from this because nigeria is a is a country of many uh different cultures and many many uh, smaller tribes so everybody now said let's get specific to our tribe and they were building things uh, which made sense for them because they want to make sure again it's about building community right connecting to those that are closest to you so that you guys share those experiences that you miss and others may not be able to understand so you share it now in that tight-knit community so it built some real uh, connections across the country for people like folks now were able to say oh i'm with my people and it wasn't a foreign idea it wasn't a struggle so anyway now you've seen all of these people connecting and growing and building love and relationships people are meeting each other getting married you know like so all of that was happening for a lot of folks and it was just powerful to see well this year so you know we've and we've had some like powerhouse uh, com uh actors and comedians and all of that so the show is now going on um folks have been eating and, and drinking and having a good time so everybody's feeling good and then um <laughs> ice prince comes out um uh, to perform now i i remember i had never seen i you know i guess i just hadn't gotten out i'm not really a shoe guy either right but i'd never seen shoes kicks that had like wings except for like when we're talking about what's the greek uh story uh the one that had wings uh wings on his shoes and he would be able to fly right he had shoes and they were kind of like like air force air force one looking shoes but they had these wings and they were like oh they were a statement like you weren't gonna miss them like those wings were just there like they weren't they were immovable they were you know they might sway a little bit but them jokers was firm like it wasn't going anywhere and i was like yo what's this cat got on his feet and now i think there's like gold trim if i'm remembering correct anyway it was those shoes were so bad dog like i was like i don't even i don't even dig shoes i'm not like i just wear what i what i see and like but I would get those like because they were legit um and I you know I was legit like please tell me where I can find those as long as they're not over two hundred dollars I you know I might do it you know <laughs> so when I saw them joints I was like oh man like I, I remember I was so stuck on the shoes now think of it I'm sitting just to give you a little more visual uh the stage is right there and I'm in the second row uh because we had uh some dignitaries that were on the first row um and i was me being a part of the team i you know i was sitting wherever i felt like and i wanted to sit with teju and her friend and and the artists because you know we were close uh i wanted to be close and I, that way i could double dip hang out and still go back and do stuff if they needed me um so now now some of the dignitaries are now leaving so it's opening up the front row right in front of us is wide open um and we know what's about to happen so the comedian comes off the stage and the host comes up which i don't even remember who the host was but i have a thought of who it might be i don't want to call somebody out and they'd be like i wasn't even there that year and they cause problems and they'd be like ah baby i thought you said you were anyway so <laughs> so now it, they introduce now the introduction is coming they i believe they introduced somebody to open an opening artist to sing 
or something like that. It was either that or they, I'm, I'm mixing some parts of it up, right? But the reason I, I'm, I'm trying to give some of these details is I want you to see kind of how the flow. So at this point, uh, Ice Prince had kind of left to go prepare, you know, like get mic'd up, sound, get ready and, you know, so that he can just boom, go. So I'm sitting here like, all right, so what, uh, what's about to happen? Like, I already know a lot of his songs, but I'm like, so what's going to happen? Like, how is this going to hit? And how am, I, how am I about to be fired up? And start, you know, like I was, I was already like, I'm in the second row or I'm standing up and I'm reciting every doggone line. They're going to hear it. They're going to know me. They're going to recognize that I'm like one of the fans. Like I know these joints, right? I was ready to fire them off. So he gets up on stage. He starts performing. He's going through some songs, boom, like hitting them, hitting them, singing joints. And folks are like in it. Like everybody is like right there with him. They're singing along. They're vibing with him. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like I'm proud. One, one, I'm proud of the fact that he's a hit. And two, I'm proud of the fact that we as an organization brought somebody that people really enjoyed and are vibing with. So now he gets to a point like now, like he is, he's a performer. Like he's not just like standing in one spot and like pacing on the stage. Like he's jumping off the stage, like rock star vibes, right? He's jumping off the stage, coming into the audience, letting us know that he's with us. And then at one point, like he gets hype and the song Ole Kool comes up and, and he gets up on the chair and he stands right in front of me. Teju and her friend Addie Baby, right? Addie F Baby, please say the baby, right? Um, and then he's standing on the chair and just like stomping. And now the crowd is growing wild. And he's like, Ole cool. Tell me something when no fit do, right? Everybody's vibing, except for me. Right? Like I was I was enjoying the music. But I just had a problem because his crotch was too close in proximity to my visuals. So now, every time he stomps, one, somebody's holding the chair to make sure he doesn't fall. And two, I happen to be in that space. Like, I, he wasn't directly in front of me, but there was too much gyration going on in front of me that I felt very uncomfortable that I couldn't even like jam with the song because the whole time I felt like I was afraid that something would happen that I would feel his presence in some way. And so that just got me feeling so very uncomfortable and withdrawn. And I could not sit down because one, the vibe was so high, the energy was through the roof. But on the other hand, if I kept standing there I would, you know, like I look I borderline. I was like, if he spit, it's landing on my forehead. If he sweat, it's like glistening all over. And I'm just going to be blessed with his uh, perspiration. And I was not ready for all of that. So I was trying to shift away, but it was a full row. Like everybody like had already moved in. And now, of course, the crowd, the folks that we're sitting in the back of the of the of the auditorium of the of the arena had now come and squished up to the front and choked us in. So it's not like I could even be like, all right, yo, I'm just going to walk out and go in the back and, and enjoy it from there. We're, I'm, I'm choked in 
and folks are like screaming, ah, you know, with their phones take trying to take pictures. I don't even remember. Was it did we have camera phones back in 2010? I don't remember, but everybody's trying to record and take pictures and all of that. And I'm over here, poor innocent me, thinking that I made a right decision to sit up close. Like to this day, I promise you, when I go to concerts, I don't like if it's somewhere where like they can be in close proximity and come close to me without effort. I don't go there. Like I, I, that was my experience. I was like, nah, bruh. Like y'all, I, 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 I act like I want to be bougie. I like, please give me a, a box seat or something. I'm not getting any sweat on me, but that was every time I hear that song. And I promise you every time I hear it, I'm still vibing to the song. Like it is a jam. It is a tune, but it always rings me right back to that event where I'm sitting right in front of the stage second row um and for some unknown reason he chose to come stand up in the chair in front of me and gyrate and pump his fists and spit a little bit and sweat all over my personal space and even though i really i know now on a serious tip, like I really enjoyed it. I was uncomfortable because I'm like, bruh, like, sir, I mean, I'm here, please move. I was like, all these other chairs you could go stand on. You chose to stand right here, but it was dope. Like it was a great experience. It was a fun show, enjoyed it. You know, I think we all probably walked out of there horse, unable to to speak for the next day or two because of the energy of the, the vibe and if how good it felt to be there and i i just remember thinking like i would never ever ever put myself in a position where i'm stuck in front of uh in the front row and i remember seeing a, a video with a skit where somebody was like he was doing this where he goes to a rock concert and like the 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 performer is like grabbing a bottle of water and pouring it like like right on him and and like you know jumping and throwing an elbow and it lands right on his forehead and it was like one of those things and the moment i saw that video it took me right back to that moment right and i'm hearing the song in my head as i'm playing through that experience now again part of the reason why i recognize the remember the shoe so well is because as much as, as he was stomping on the chair and we're trying to hold it so he doesn't fall over um when I what I saw from the angle where he was sitting, I saw even better right in front of me because he was stomping so hard. And I'm over here trying not to look directly at him because no matter what I do is not going to feel right. So I just had to look at his feet because if I looked up, I, you know, and I, and it just didn't feel right looking all the way up like that either. So I couldn't look up at his face and I definitely couldn't look at the midsection because all that gyrate gyrating just didn't feel um, for me, godly <laughs> at that moment, but it was a great show nonetheless. So what I'll tell you guys is this, go online, look for Oleku by Ice Prince. Uh, I'll have to find, see if I can find a link to put down below. You find it, listen to the song, even if you don't understand uh, Afro beats, uh, it'd be a great tune to listen to. What was dope about that era too, is that was another wave of the awakening of afro beats like afro beats um is definitely on another level right now but 2010 that era was when we had another wave that had, had come in where now uh 
we're seeing Afrobeats all over the place. I think this was around the time that the play Fella had been uh, circulating and going around the US. So now people are hearing um, Fella's music and then also getting an opportunity to experience Afrobeats. And that was so dope because that era gave us really another uh, a trajectory into where we are now. Because if that era didn't happen, we probably wouldn't be where we are now in the era of Afrobeats being all over the world, being a part of the culture everywhere we go. Like you can literally see people jamming and vibing to it. And Ole Koo happened to be one of those that was just top notch for me. So I can't wait for you guys to get a little bit of that song, learn a little bit of it, and then see how it can positively affect you on your journey. Anyway, that's why we love music and nostalgia, right? Because we hear songs that'll take us to some amazingly beautiful places. Remember, no matter where the end point is for that, for that trip, that memory, always remember that the joy is in the journey. Thanks for being back on with us. We'll see you on the next episode. Peace. Thank you.